Hello, my name is Lawson White and I'm the host of the Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue podcast. My aim is to educate you on hunting, fishing and cooking. I am no professional, but this is a hobby and I love what I do. I have a YouTube channel, an Instagram and a Facebook page. So head over there and hit the subscribe or the like button. And don't forget to share the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue. My name is Lawson White. So today, guys, we're talking about selling and buying hunting dogs. Now, this is an interesting topic. Um, I, Over the last few years, the whole selling and buying of dogs with social media um, has changed a lot. So I just would like to talk about this topic. And um, I'll just give you a little bit of a layout of the do's and don'ts and have a little bit of a chat about it. So... Um, for me personally, um, there's a bit of a, a layout that I, I use personally and I've just made it up from looking at uh, U-Hunt and Facebook pages and groups and um, the way of selling dogs, the, the way I would go about it. So, <clears throat> selling dogs, uh, hunting dogs... Uh, over the years has changed quite dramatically. Uh, back in the day, probably first internet came out, probably was Bulldogs, early 2000s, I'd say. Um, the old flyer on the wall at IGA, um, and word of mouth was how you sell your dogs back in the day. Now it's gone onto social media, and we've just got to be, as a pig hunting community, community we just need to little, be a little bit more careful how everything is going. Um, I would ever strongly go back to using a website like Bulldogs or something like You Hunt or any other hunting website, uh, which would probably be a bit safer because you're not going to get policed by the greenies or whoever is trying to shut us down. And that's what we really need to be careful about because um, we don't, for one, we don't want your dog going in the wrong hands and... We want the right person to get the dog. So, obviously, if it's a hunting dog, um, you know, we don't want people, the wrong person buying it, as in a dog fighter or something like that, because we no one wants to see dogs fight or anything like that. And that's, you know, I reckon 95, 90, probably 98, 99% of people listening to these podcasts and in the pig hunting community never want to see a dog fight. Um, and if you do, you should be shot yourself. So... Let's go off the do's of uh, a hunting um, dog of, you want to go and buy the dog. We won't talk about selling it yet, we'll go and talk about the do's of what you want to do. Now, I would never buy a dog personally if the dog, I hadn't seen the dog work or one of my friends hadn't seen the dog worked. So, if I didn't go and see it, I didn't have a mate who go and see it, I only got videos, I probably still wouldn't feel comfortable buying it. Um, there's, I feel in the pig hunting world, there is a big thing of reputation. And, um, you know, you get your dog peddlers who just pump out pups and <clears throat> piss them off for, you know, 250 pay their, you know, pay the vet, vet fees and they just get rid of the dogs. Now, to me, that, that's not a really reputation. I'm talking about reputation as someone who has got a hunting line, not a hunting line as such, but they've bred dogs, they have hunt regularly, they work the dogs, they they know what they want in their dogs, 
and you know they're just probably having a couple of dogs for themselves and then they'll go and sell the rest now there's nothing wrong with that because um one of the actually one two we've got about three four in my family at the moment which are through our lines so i think the great grandfather was traces norman um there's another follower up near ingham his dog's the great grandfather great great and then we've got a decent bitch in there and then we've got the the son when all of those dogs have hunted uh they've all got phenomenal noses and they're they're good honest dogs you know every dog has a bad trait or so but they're all good honest dogs and they're they've always caught us some good pigs so I would never go and buy a dog without going and seeing it. That's me personally, or getting someone to go and see it for me. So having videos, having the, the material of seeing it and, you know, getting one of your mates to go and see it. And that's quite important because, <clears throat> uh, well, okay, let's just use an example. I wanted to go buy a dog at Gundawindi. I'd go and ask Jamie, uh, Jamie O'Toole to go and see it for me. Um, he, you know, I like his style of dogs, and I just say to him, look, I want something similar to you, what you've got, do you believe this could fit my match? And this dog might jump off the you and go chase a roo. Now, if I didn't go and get Jamie to go and see that, and I couldn't go out for a hunt, now, I wouldn't know what that dog would do. You know, that guy could say, that uh, that dog is stock-proof, that dog is roo-proof, and then you go and take this dog to your property, and it jumps off and grabs a cow or a sheep, or hangs off a roo and gets opened up now you've just wasted your five six hundred to a thousand bucks so rule number one make sure you see the dog before you buy it um rule number two is what you what you need to work out what kind of dog you are looking for so breed the purpose um now people a lot of people i find buy a dog and don't know what they're actually bred for back in the day um, you know, people go, oh, Neo Mastiff's a, a bear dog and this dog and that dog. Well, if you go right back, the Neo Mastiff's is actually the king's dog. It needs to sit in the king's chamber. Now, if you try and go and stab the king in the middle of the night, you're going to have a Mastiff on top of you, chewing you apart. But you do a little bit of research in each breed. For example, the Mastiff's, the, the Pointers, the Gun Dogs, which are still Pointers, um, you're going through the Jack Russells, your Catahoulas, your Arabs, you know, like there are different sets of Arabs. You've got a leggy Arab, a light Arab, and a heavy Arab. So there are lots of different dogs, different breeds, different kinds of hunting. Um, so you want to make sure you want a bailer. So you're looking at sheep, dogs, kelpies, coolies, uh, whippets, greyhounds, um, you know, crosses, stuff like that. So you need to understand the breed before going by it um i currently live uh in the coast and my roommate's got a neo mastiff cane corso now it's a humongous uh, dog but it probably does oh, i would say anywhere from a k a day at tops this thing doesn't move it just sleeps all day He's currently five meters away from me and he doesn't move so knowing your purpose of your dog and stuff now I feel like if my roommate was here and someone broke in, I wouldn't want to be around that dog because that dog's going to hang off it like a tick. So 
seeing the dog and knowing the breed and the purpose. Now, if you don't know, I'll give you a quick little pointer. So breed, uh, Waimaranas, uh, GSPs, GWSPs, uh, Dalmatians, um, Hungarian, Hungarian Vizslas, they're all the pointing breeds. Then you've got your Mastiffs, um, and then you've got your Bull Arabs and stuff like that. So there are quite a different, a lot of different breeds to hunt with. So Google, research, um, you know, people have make their own breeds up these days. That's fine. Um, you know, people will do their own work line. I think there's Steady from King of Roy. He's got his Stead line, I think they're called. Uh, they're our cross looking things. You got Frog Dog. Um, I can't remember what he said in the podcast, but they look like an Arab sort of thing. Um, don't quote me on that one. So do your research, get your mates to go and see it, um, and then see the dog. Now, um, probably the don'ts. Now, I wouldn't buy a dog if I didn't see it. That's rule number one. Now, another thing is reputation. So if you're looking at someone who... Uh, and this is another thing social media puts across. My younger brother, he hunts all the time. He uh, doesn't post a thing on Facebook about it. You know, he puts the work in. Same with my dad. He'll put put a, um, you know, he'll go hunting nearly. He's, he went fishing the other day. He's gone fishing nearly every couple of days or hunting every couple of days. Um, he lives up in far north Queensland. So reputation. Now, if you don't know the person, ask around. Um, don't just go in straight away and buy a dog because you saw it hang off a pig. Um, you know, like, ask around. The reputation I feel these days is a very, very important thing about um, buying and selling dogs. Now, uh, I can just mention one name and most people will understand what I'm talking about. Um, you have a good feeling or a bad feeling. I always was told if you feel like there's a feather on the back of your neck, don't do it so uh, let's mention one name okay we'll go with Trace Cronin now I say Trace Cronin everyone I have met in the pig hunting world has gone great bloke um, great personality we need more people like him now people would buy Trace's dogs quicker than you know off, off Trace than they would off me because people would know know from Trace's uh, magazine days, hunting with Brendan Callis, um, all this uh, stuff that he's done, he has a really good reputation. Now, people don't always post on Facebook and all that, and that's not an issue at all. Um, but there are word of mouth, you can talk to people uh, asking questions. Uh, for example, Clayton Graham and King Roy breeds, I don't know if he breeds actually, I, I know he ha- trains some very handy dogs now if he had a dog come up for sale um and someone asked me i would say nothing but great things for him um but that goes back to and this is just a general inquiry of why are they selling the dog you need to ask these questions so we'll go with the don'ts is obviously you don't see the dog you don't want to buy it reputation if they've got a, the person has a bad reputation of uh selling shit um, then you don't want to buy, but so reputation, um, 
would be a, a factor. And then you need to ask the question is, why are you selling this dog? Um, they might be straight up with you and say, look, it's chase throughs. Uh, I have no room for it. Um, a lot of the, the posts you'll see on social media will say no fault of their own. <clears throat> That's fine. I understand that. Um, but always ask the question. And that will lead into most likely price. So um, for me personally, I feel I, I hate seeing this. Um, people asking ridiculous prices. Uh, you know, there's a guy up, in, up near North Queensland. I think he was selling dogs a while ago. Bull Arab Cross. I don't know his name. I think his name's Clements or something. I don't know. Anyway, he was putting them on for two grand now. Two grand a dog, that thing better be shitting gold nuggets for me to buy it because it has to be unreal. Um, yeah. I Unless you're working cattle and you're working that dog every day and you're boxing pigs, I wouldn't want to be spending over a thousand because to me that's a little bit ridiculous. Um, it, is a, it is a dog, but at the same time, yes, you put money into it, you put the hard work in it. So, you know, I wouldn't go past fifteen hundred. Uh, for some, but anyway, I, I don't want to get on to pricing too much about dogs because I just feel you need to pay the vet bills, you need to pay um, the vet bills, the, the shots and the needles, so you know, you definitely want, if you've put work into it, it obviously you deserve $500 or something like that, but let's not talk about price because I'm no dog expert, but I just want to say with this stuff is your reputation is in jeopardy when you do sell dogs and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I say see the dog, know the breed, make sure you see it work. Um, don't buy dogs if you don't see it because it's just, you're putting yourself in a bad situation. Make sure the vets have seen the dog, vet checked, needles, the whole lot. You know, if you've got paperwork, paperwork, but um, you know, knowing the purpose of why you're buying the dog, and I can't stress enough, don't buy a dog if you don't see it. Now, reputation's everything in, in this little hunting world we've got in Australia, uh, even in, in, over in America, because we've got a few American listeners. You've got to be super careful with reputation. Now, there are quite a few idiots I see on social media opening their big mouth regularly, and saying stupid things like bashings and uh, just it's not needed um let's keep it off social media let's keep it off pages um because it's just not not needed um do it quietly in the background call the person up um anyway I, I, let's not go into that too much but yeah as a, as a pig hunting community we can do this a little bit better uh, like I said, Bulldogs and New Hunt would probably be the places I would go to sell dogs these days just because um, it would be much, much easier. Uh, we don't want any more fuel for the greenies. So we need to look, our, look after our community uh, a little bit better and we don't want them to be thinking that we're just you know getting rid of dogs for no reason because um, it, is a, it is a hard life as a peak hunter and... Um, or a hunting dog, so we just training and, and vet bills and dog food and um, the equipment we use, tracking collars, it's all very expensive gear. And um, you know, we all love our dogs. And um, like a, I keep seeing posts on how much they love this dog and all that, and that's great. That's what we, we want to be known for is 
caring, loving hunters, not um, some grub that, you know, it just, yeah, I, you know, that's just not the right way of doing things. So I think we should wrap that one up. But um, yeah, I just, when you, a bit of a caution to this podcast is word of mouth, seeing the dog, getting a, a good view of the dog, knowing your purpose of the dog and watching it work. Um, price, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, but like I said, you don't want to give a dog away free because that person's probably paid for vet and shots and all that. So, and you don't want to be getting any, giving the dog away to a, a dog fighter or something like that. So you've always just got to be a little bit careful in that aspect. So I hope this helps, guys. Um, yeah, I think that'll do today and um, I'll do some more research and I'll keep, uh, keep tapping away and I'm going to try and find something to film now and uh, head out and go do some pig hunting filming soon. So just got to stop raining. There's another, I hear there's another cyclone not too far off the coast. So thank you very much, guys. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue podcast. If you'd like to advertise through Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, please email Lawson on Facebook or Instagram or Lawson at bsb at gmail.com. If you would like me to come out and film with you for the YouTube channel, uh, also hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. And Thank you very much for listening.